Du lyssnar på poddversionen av ett program från Studentradion 98,9. Alla våra program hittar du på studentradion.com eller där poddar finns. Av upphovsrättsliga skäl är musiken förkortad. Reklam, reklam. Hej där! Tar du ett sabbatsår? Är du klar med din utbildning i höst? Ta då lite tid för att resa utomlands. Upptäck dig själv med Isaac och arbeta med ett sex veckors volontärprojekt kopplat till hållbarhetsmålen i Afrika. Läs mer på rebrand.ly-uppsala2019. Har du fått punka, krångla växan eller är cykeln inte lika snabb som den en gång brukade vara? Vänd dig då till Leffes cykel, Uppsalas främsta cykelverkstad sedan 1988. Du hittar dem ett stenkast från Ekonomikum på Sibyllegatan 9 i Luthagen och på leffecykel.se. Hej och välkommen till Keep Kalma här på Studentradion 98,9. Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Keep Kalma. This is the Nordic Student Radio Show broadcast from Studentradion 98,9 Uppsala's Student Radio in partnership with Studentradion in Norge. And joining us as usual in Oslo is uh, our one and only Magnus Dina. Hello Magnus. Good evening Alex. Nice to Hello, have you. how are you? I am great. It's fun to be in the studio this time alone, but not really alone because you're with me. But we're not alone, us two. It's not just us two guys. I'm speaking English, which is fantastic. But there's a reason to that. What is the reason? Well, the reason is we have a uh, foreign speaker uh, in uh, has entered the chat today. <laughs> we have uh, Lerke Klartvet. Hello, Lerke. How are you? Fine, fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So you come on here. You are a Danish student and journalist, but our listeners don't even know you uh, yet. And they're going to get to know you in just a minute. But first, I believe we're going to hear a song, Alex. You are totally right. That was Vapen from Armand Mirpo. So this mysterious person who's joined us from Copenhagen, I believe, in Denmark, is Lerke. But Lerke, who are you? I believe you have to unmute your microphone, uh, Lerke. That always helps, actually. <laughs> Perfect. The, I, I guess no, that's, the most, that's the most common thing to say in this day and age. You are mute, you are mute. Unmute yourself. Off you go. Stage well, well, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't really done radio over Skype yet, so so that's quite new for me. But uh, but I, I will try to answer your very very deep question in this very very short amount of time. Now, who am I? Um, well, I'm a I'm a Danish student. Um, I'm also a, a journalist, and I met you two uh, nerdy nerdy boys at a at a meeting. Um, at a very tight, tight meeting a couple of weeks ago. No, not a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple of days ago. It was actually very hasty. We were discussing all sorts of other things, um, mainly me bashing you guys for being super weird, super nerdy. And then we got to talk about uh, some things where you, where we were more, more alike and, 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 and we were thinking, oh, oh we, we actually do agree. We sort of frustrated on the same, same thing. So, so yeah, here. It's, uh, 
It's great to have a, a guest that is is so happy to be on the show and that you know starts bashing the pr presenters from minute number three. That's amazing. It's, I think we've got an all-time record here, Magnus. We've never had a guest, <laughs> but uh, yes. And uh, so, um, well, you you've given us a song, a Danish song that uh, is your favorite song, maybe? Can you tell us a bit more about the song that we're going to play very soon? Well, yeah, I can, because you put me very on the spot. You're like, like, come with a song, give us a song. First, you were like, give us three songs. Um, I came up with one. These guys, are, well, this song, um, uh, we, we interviewed them in uh, in a radio program at a, at a point, um, and they this, this song they made while they were super drunk in Copenhagen, and we ended up actually having a really good conversation with them about roasted chicken. And to this day, we still, once in a while, me and the band send each other pictures whenever we do a roasted chicken in our kitchen. That so. is pretty cool. And also the, the, the band name called Long Island, which reminds me of one of uh, a very good cocktail, uh, actually. Yeah, and that's what they were drinking. Oh, when... wow. oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was an easy Anyway, guess. it's a really great song. And so. it's called, and how do you pronounce it? Hella up and basically just topping up your drink. So topping up, hella up. Det var Hilda Upp från Lung Island. Du lyder till Keep Kalma här på Stilradion. Okay, that's my Danish over for today. But uh, yes, it's a great song. I've added it to my Danish Pop Trees playlist, which is where I try and listen to as many Danish songs as I can to learn to How understand. How many do you have there? Um, One? I have quite... No, 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 no. Two? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know, last spring I was listening to a lot of Norwegian music and I had my Norwegian playlist going, Norwegian Snackers. Because snack I feel like you're avoiding the question. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't really know, and I, and I have to actually check. But since you're asking live, I will check just for you. Uh, I have quite a lot of songs, not many that I'm proud of, actually. If I must admit, you you mustn't. Anyway, while he's searching no. for this, and we yeah. have listeners listening to us on live radio, sixty-seven, um, sixty-seven songs, sixty-seven Danish songs. Uh, a lot of it is City Boys, uh, some others like Sidpo. And uh, <laughs> Nicoye, and Niklas, and uh, yeah, some other randoms. Gulder, Guldereng, Guldereng. Yeah. You know any of these? Are they? Oh, you know what, Alex? I believe you. I believe you. Are they good? Is that good music? I don't know. Does that, that represent Danish? The finest of Danish music. Yeah, I don't know. I think one of the city boys, boys, he shared pictures, naked pictures of an underage girl. Okay. Uh, that's, so, um, but that's... but otherwise they're super. Okay, super. So, Manus, you were saying? Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I was just saying. So, so we we did hear for those of you who listened and put your goodwill uh, in his direction. Alex trying some Danish, and there is this point about Danish, Norwegian, and Swedish being very similar. And you might ask why we're talking English then in this program, and the fact is it's not that similar. They're they're 
pretty different languages. They have some similarities. They come from the same place. I actually did like a little explainer on why in one of our first shows about like how we were all Vikings one day and we stopped being it and therefore we don't speak the same way anymore. Um, but I want to hear from like a, a, from a Danish perspective. Now it's unfair because you're half Norwegian. Um, but <laughs> how do you like cope with the other Scandinavian languages? Is it easy for you? Is it difficult? Do you find it very very pretty when a Danish boy speaks a Norwe- no a Norwegian boy speak Norwegian to you? Uh, how is this for you? That <laughs> charming your way in here. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I definitely find uh, Norwegian easier to understand um, than Danish. <laughs> no, no, no surprising. No, no. <laughs> the Swedish. Um, I definitely think I just yeah, I think Norwegian's way way easier to understand. And no, no, that is not because of that, because I actually don't don't even speak it. But I I, I, I think that's way easier to understand. Um actually it, it's quite fun because I'm I'm from Copenhagen, born and raised. And uh, Malmo is is very close to us. Like a distance wise, but I have such a hard time understanding people from Melbourne. However, if you go way more north, I think it's north. My geography is really shitty, but if you go to Stockholm, so I, I, I think they're easier for me to understand than the ones closer in distance. But should I choose, I will choose Norwegian to be uh, easier to understand. However, boys wise, I will say. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, cuteness-wise. I think both countries produce some very handsome men, case in point. That's, well, uh, I don't know if I believe you with that, but I do have a point, which is, I oh, think that's it's... that's nice! Yes, yeah, I know. On, she said something nice, Magnus. Anyway. I mean, you should appreciate no, 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 it. You should, a round of applause here. Yeah! But I th- do think I have an explanation of why uh, the Malmö accent is harder for you to understand. And this is because what I know about Swedish dialects and the way people like Swedes talk is that they have like a, a main way of speaking Swedish, like a generalized way that is non-like dialect and it's supposed to be easier to understand. So if you meet like a Swedish person that has a dialect and you're not Swedish yourself, but they speak Swedish to you, they would sort of like change their accent. I know it was customary before, and I think maybe that's why, because I believe that's the Stockholm accent or dialect is like the main spoken version of Swedish. Yeah, because I was about to ask that the clean. I mean, that sounds yes. so so weird because I don't know. And in Danish, it's called Ristensk, um, yeah. but I don't know what the, uh, Riks, I, what the Riks proper Svenska. Riks Svenska. Then uh, I yeah okay, so that's the same because I was wondering if but that's it, the proper word for it. But it's not actually Stockholm. It's Uppsala, or actually some place near Uppsala, which is the proper accent. Uppsala is the the, the oldest university city in the Nordic <laughs> countries. It is. It has. It was the capital. Uh, where they, you know, very important for the Vikings. It's that where the head of the Church of Sweden uh, resides, and this is where they picked spot proper. Once upon a time, the king used to live here too, but then he moved to Stockholm. Like everybody else, most people from Uppsala moved to Stockholm, uh, student-wise also. But no, uh, beyond that, it is it is a lot about um, yeah. It is it is the Stockholm accent is slightly sometimes perceived as posh, arrogant. Depends who you speak to. Mm. Malmö, Skuns, Skeutsk is really hard to understand for everyone in Sweden, and it's funny that even people in we we call it Danish, as in I, I I'm now identifying as a Swede, which is odd. But like yes, people in Sweden call it Danish, uh, the Skonsk accent. So yeah, um, it is a bit. But you odd. were talking now about uh, Uppsala being all and kings and stuff like that. Did you know where the capital of the whole Keep Kalma Kalma Union actually were? 
Kalmar? No, the, the, like the main, like the capital of Kalmarunionen was actually Denmark. Copenhagen. Copenhagen, typical. Yes. It was, yeah, it's... Um, okay, that is that is true. Uh, I don't know, my my history in that part is a bit... Blurry. Well, my, mine is not, so... And, so the Danes, basically the Danes to control is that, and this is what's happening in this program too not even... I actually also believe that we were uh, like no I actually believe the Danish people were like the boss of you so like me in the meeting we had okay and that's the end of uh, thanks all, all of a sudden um, Lerke had to leave because we've had technical problems Denmark's uh, internet is shit now we're going to take a song One of the big things that is going on in the world right now is the, uh, as you might have heard, the COVID pandemic. And I'm pretty privileged to be able to stand and speak in, in the studio here in, uh, in Uppsala Student Radio. But the situation isn't like that in other parts of the Nordic countries. So I'd be curious to hear about, about what's going on in Denmark and Norway since we've got the opportunity of speaking about that. Maybe, Lerke, you want to start us off? How is the situation there in Copenhagen? Well, we're not allowed to do particularly much, which has also been quite criticised. There's been a lot of talk, and of course I only speak from my point of view, but also, you know, from a lot of people in the in the society are now going like, well, why, why do we need to keep on having these? Because the contact number or the... It is, it's very, very low, and the thing that they are prioritizing to open and reopen, it doesn't necessarily make sense. And the things they're asking the health uh, ministry to and, and SSR to, to, to calculate on, okay, what is the risk for reopening this and this and this. And the, the things they're choosing, you're sitting like, okay, wh- why are you choosing this? Why are you not reopening this? Um, it seems weird, pri- like it's weird priority- priorities. Um, and right now we're, we, we can't go, for instance, to the hairdresser, and uh, which seems weird because, I mean, hairdressers should really be able to say, okay, we can have one at a time, we can have great distance. However, a hairdresser is allowed to go to your home and cut you. So uh, can you see what I mean? It's a weird, mm-hmm. weird thing. Um, and also, so what? What we also talked about: um, libraries and also study halls are are closed. And it's not so much that you can't sit and study there. It's more that you're not allowed to go in and get stuff yourself. So if you're writing a master thesis, for instance, as I am you're not allowed to actually go in <clears throat> and get material. So, for instance, one-third of my entire material for my analysis is right now trapped in a hall that I am unable to go in and pick up and borrow. I'm not even allowed to go in and take photocopies of it. I can't even book a time and go in and it's like, why? Why? It makes no sense at all, like whatsoever. But they want to let 
like children back to school and we keep hearing about so sad for the children and for the everywhere and it is i'm not saying it's not but when you when you keep on not being mentioned in the news like they don't even bother to to think about it or to you know their mind doesn't even go there and i feel a bit bit like Dismotivated. But don't you students have a voice with the student unions and don't you have a way of sort of, you know, contacting politicians and contacting the news and speaking directly to, I don't know, DR or to the big newspapers there? See, you would think that. But the thing is, first of all, you would hope that your university went out and said, look, we need to do something, we need to fight for it, the same way that the schools have done for the children and the unions have done. But neither our unions nor the like University of Copenhagen is such a joke. They haven't like they have said nothing at all. They have gone out now and said we will not allow anymore that football teams should be able to name themselves after countries. It's like we can't even fucking play football. Can you maybe fight for us to reopen like study halls or libraries or something? And then, I mean, great that you're fighting for whatever, but maybe prioritize reopening our university and fighting for us rather than, you know, spending time on fighting for not naming football teams after countries when we're not even allowed to be together and play football. It sounds it sounds extremely weird because also as in you are you're writing your thesis right now and how can you do that without accessing books as in will they be will they allow you to do it to to have more time or will they give you a mitigation uh, for it won't be as as rich with uh, sources because you can't access the books is there any sort of measure being taken? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I know that last year um, they had more time, um, so I don't. I don't know. Um, but I do know that I don't want more time. I don't. I don't want more time. I, <laughs> I want to finish my master's like on time. I want to get. You know, I've been studying now for many many years. <laughs> I need to get out and like move on. Um, and I just I want. Uh, a reasonable system like that makes sense and not something that only makes sense for the people who votes for you because of course like if your primary electors are people with children or people you know in in, in these public things if they're your primary voters well then they're the one you'll benefit but maybe yeah, the students of the academia are not the ones who usually vote for, like, social democratic, but that doesn't mean that they should be just, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, it seems so, so weird. We just want to be able to go in and pick up books or pick up materials because otherwise we can, yeah. It, it's very difficult writing master theses without having <laughs> having materials. Well, we hope that the Prime Minister is listening to this show. We're sure she might well be. Uh, it's a very popular show in Denmark already. We, when we when we knew you'd be on air, we sent her a message and she said, oh, I'd love to. I'll, of course I'll listen. So, yeah. But if things change after today, well, you must thank us. You must, you know, bake us a cake. 
and send it over to Oslo I and Seoul. <laughs> I will. I will bring it to you personally. No, that we won't allow. We do not uh, <laughs> trust uh, Danes uh, coming over. We've got we've got an official excuse now in Sweden not to to close the borders and not have Danish people coming over, and that's that's how we. Oh yeah, it. that's right. You really don't want us. I have a friend in Stockholm, and he was like, "Honey, come visit me. We'll have drinks. We still have open cafes. Come visit me." And I was like, "Yep, you know what? I'm very close to doing it." But then I thought, you know, someone might execute me or stuff like that if I, you know, put a toe out of line. Yep, yep. <laughs> there is that. There, that is a very, very likely risk. Was later some from Krop, Norwegian song from Radio Nova's playlist. And the situation in Denmark doesn't seem great. I'll skip on speaking about the Swedish one. I think I do not have too much to complain about. But Magnus, on the other hand, yes. how's well, the situation in the capital of the Norwegian kingdom? Well, it's very similar to the ones, or at least, so I'm talking from an Oslo perspective. Um, there is a very uh, crooked uh, balance going on with where the contamination is happening. And Oslo is like the big red zone hotspot. Um, where we now have more cases per day than we have had ever. Uh, because there is now this mutated British virus going viral. And uh, and yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult. And what Larki talked about uh, is that our like day-to-day as students have been very strange. We can't go to the study halls the way we could. We can't pick up research. Now, study halls are open, libraries are open, and I think that part is better for the Norwegian or at least the Oslo student body. However, the day-to-day with work specifically is very, very different because almost every Norwegian student has or Oslo student has lost their part-time job because there are a lot of bartenders, a lot of servers, a lot of like part-time job, which actually includes go meeting people. Um, and then they're, and then they come into the situation that I have. We haven't made as much money as the last three years, so we can't get any more from the government because of it. But then we're also students, so all we have is like the student casa, which is like the government giving us money, but that's not enough by itself. So students are going home. Students have to move home to their parents and go away from Oslo to actually just survive, which is horrible. And I want to draw this amazing idea that in May of last year, the Norwegian government had, which they were like, oh, we have these students and they're drowning in debt. Um, They have more and more debt every year. Yes, it's free to study, but they have some student loan as well. We're a very privileged country. But you know what we're going to do to help our students? We're going to give them more debt. So you can have like 26,000 kroners right now, but you have to pay them all back later. So we're going to give you a bigger loan and that's how we're going to help you. And that was all they did. And it's thinking like that, that it's so horrible. Like instead of actually treating them as grownups, treating them as like the members of the society that they are, they just choose to like wash their hands. We're doing something, but let's focus on like the Fortune 500 companies. Let's focus on the people, like let's focus on schools and schools are important. The youngest among us are maybe the ones who are suffering the most, but students are like in many ways forgot in this pandemic. Like they are pretty much all the time, like 
to find news about how students, how, about like the lecture halls, mm -hmm. about the study halls, about the libraries, I have to listen to actual student news because they don't make an arcade. They don't me, uh, make TV2. What does make those channels are like, oh, this Fortune 500 company inspired by this show had went bankrupt today. And like, I don't, like there's so many people who doesn't care about that, but I don't know who does. And I have a, a and join me in my conspiracy theory because I'm going on a rant like I did with Marcus as Martinez last week. Oh, um, that, was like two weeks ago. that was splendid. That was very splendid. splendid. However, so I have this very, very cynical theory and conspiracy theory. And, and I think it's because now it's election year in, in Norway. Like we're doing like a general election. The, the government might be switched out for, like from the conservative to the more liberal party parties. And I think what they're doing is like they're hitting bartenders, they're hitting students who are like always complaining anyway, or they don't vote to actually help the ones who are the largest amount of voters because the government wants to stay in government. And it's sort of scary. And I'm not a cynic this way usually. Thank you for the music back backing track there, Alex. I'm not a cynic like this usually, but it's sort of lighting these fires for me. And it's really really scary to think about and i really hate that students are being forgot again and again and in this enormous pandemic where mental health is a huge issue students are very vulnerable to like mental health issues uh now they're all alone and there's not a lot of people helping them i agree i agree i mean i can understand that that i mean for some reason i can understand that the the companies who are forced to be closed because they have to fire people or they might not survive, especially the cafes, the restaurants and stuff like that. They, they're not surviving and they have to close. And I feel really, really bad for them as well. Um, and that influence a lot of people. If a company goes down, then a lot of employees, they'll lose their job. And I feel really bad for the employees also losing their job if the company goes down. So I can, I can sort of see that, but I, I get what you mean, and I so agree with the whole thing of being forgotten, because every time I see the news, I'm like, there is not a single fuck, pardon my fucking French, but there is not a single article I thought it was on, Danish. on the student. There's not a single one at the university, oh. and I'm like, okay, you know, do, do, what? <laughs> It, it, one thing that, sorry, Alex, I'm just going to shoot in with this because I learned this pretty recently and that, yes, it's too bad people are going bankrupt. Do you know what's really scary? Is the fact that in Norway in 2020 was like the lowest percentage, percentage of companies going bankrupt ever because the ones who are starting companies and usually run them to the ground and then start a new one like five years later or something, they are now getting help to stay afloat, right? Mm -hmm. So it's actually like, it's, it's not really bad for the companies. They just make it seem like that, I feel. At least after learning that, I think like half as many companies went bankrupt in 2020 in Norway. I don't know in Norway, but I know in Denmark, it's, they, they, it's really, really bad for the companies okay. because the the Danish government, at least they say they wanted to, to get them help, but then the help they're, they've given them, they still haven't actually given them the help. So, but I don't know, it, it sounds crude in, in, in Norway, I don't know how it is. So what we're trying to say is remember us, okay? We're students, yeah, remember we're us. future leaders, we're the ones who's going to solve the global environment crisis, if it can be solved, like, help us. Please. Don't bite the hand that fucking feeds you, or like, we'll ooh. slap your fucking face. Exactly, so yes. <laughs> 
So yes, now it's time for the next song. Oh, sorry, this is the wrong song. I, uh, sorry, I need to try and change oh it quick. And then number Julie Henrique. Oh, that, and we're, and sorry, this this song just keeps popping up. I don't know what's happening. I think we've been hacked. But anyway, uh, you, you're listening to Keep Calma, and with us today is Lerke from Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Right. Copenhagen. Yeah. I can see the people outside in the studio next door laughing at, at my pronunciation. Copenhagen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have an audience. But yes. Um, Situation in Sweden. Well, it's uh, current situation in Sweden is is definitely a bit easier than what you've been describing. I mean, we've got quite heavy limitations. We have to since January we've had to wear masks on public transport. Uh, first of all, it was just a rush hour, and now like even a non-rush hour, which has been something very hard for many people to accept, especially the elderly. The elderly find it really hard to accept. <laughs> masks. Young people, especially like you know teenagers. <laughs> Are wearing masks, you know. I mean, it's 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 mind blowing. Even people like you know working for the train company, SE, the you know national rail company, some elderly people that must have been at least in their fifties were not wearing masks, uh, and they're you know working, and it can contact with so many people checking the tickets. It's like you know mind blowing because after all, maybe Corona doesn't exist. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory. Who knows? This is what, how many dead in Sweden? Um, who's counting? <laughs> but like, yeah, I think the it's government. around. <laughs> I think it's around thirteen thousand uh, mm. deaths. Most of them, obviously, in the capital, Stockholm, but uh, many others. And we got also quite a few variants here. We closed the border with Norway, and we got military on the border to make sure no Norwegians uh, ski over to Sweden uh, because we are scared of the variants coming from Norway because they're the British variant. But I can tell you from what I've heard. In unofficial information, but good reliable source has said that there is the South African variant here in Uppsala, which is even more dangerous than the British variant, um, even more sort of aggressive. in my neighborhood. And it's and it is quite, quite because this this might also be immune to the vaccine, which is very scary. But yeah, we, we, we I won't complain. The libraries are open. The student radio is open. The student organizations are open. The pubs are open, but they close at eight o'clock. And after that, no alcohol serving. And after eight o'clock, so that's uh, so many people have like after parties unofficially, mm -hmm. like you know, this is what happens, coida parties and so on are still happening. It's uh, but police has intervened and closed some parties down. Mayona Division 7. Mayona is a great part of Gothenburg. It's one of the most hipster areas of the most hipster city in Gothenburg. Loads of cool places to go out and loads of fun people and social people. I normally go to Gothenburg. Since I moved to Sweden, I've been going to Gothenburg at least twice, three times a year. And it's one of the things I miss the most is being able to travel. Uh, and uh, visit people and good friends that I have in Jotebari. But yeah, we can't complain too much about COVID in Sweden. But you guys, you're doing an awesome job with continuing. No, you really can't. <laughs> I mean, I still do. But like, I complain about everything. But this is the thing is that like we, the thing with COVID is that we are closer together in some ways. Digitally, we've managed to do this radio show 
I don't think maybe we'd have had the time or energy to put this in the effort into doing a distance show with the Norwegians. Um, and we are digitally connected, and it's, it, it feels good. Um, and to even to have be able to have guests from different parts of the Nordics, like today Copenhagen, and uh, connect, it's an awesome experience, I think. Well, obviously Absolutely. we'd like to go to the pub and drink. And meet each yes, other physically, like, and and just go dancing on a you know on a crazy night I out mean, in Copenhagen. Technically, Alex, Alex, technically you can still go to a pub. So in, I feel like you're not really in, in the same boat as Magnus and I. Yes. Yes, but the pub so shut. I at feel eight. like no, just relax. You can't really. You're not in the same but boat. I haven't got you guys with me. I, I would not go to a pub <laughs> without you. All right. I, I'd feel like I'm betraying the cause. <laughs> I mean, I might. No, at least not today. I'm not going to the pub. But yes, it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sweden is changing, though. They might bring in lockdowns. The gyms are still open, but not for much longer. Who knows? Time. Everything's open in Sweden. No I know. Go to Sweden. Lerke, it's been a real pleasure having you. We're rounding up now. But th <laughs> thanks for coming on today. Tusen uh, tak. And Magnus, as always, you're awesome. It's great to have you too. Bye from, from us. It was Goodbye. nice to meet you. And yes, audience, you are Alexis. Du har lyssnat på poddversion av ett Alla våra program hittar du på studentradion.com eller där poddar finns. Och kom ihåg. Att lyssna fritt är stort, att lyssna rätt är större.